0: Everybody, Welcome to our podcast, Gita, A Mantra for Success. Okay, so we spoke about Karma Yoga in our last episode. Uh-huh. So today we'll start with Chapter 3 of the Bhagavad Gita. So let's jump straight into Chapter 3.
1: Sure. Chapter 3 continues with the Karma Yoga, uh-huh. but with a very different tone. Okay. So the third chapter starts with the Krishna criticizing God men or those people who follow traditions without questioning which he did in chapter 2 also. Yeah, kind of. But here he uses some strong words uh, you know, words like deluded soul or a hypocrite. Hypocrite, so, huh? Yeah, yeah. That
0: makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. I actually agree with it. I like it, but go on.
1: Mm-hmm. So now, here is a twist. As Krishna is telling when, you know, all mm-hmm. about this knowledge or Jnana Kanda is more powerful than Karma Kanda. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Arjuna asks mm-hmm. when knowledge is greater than action why are you asking me to fight in this war your advice seems inconsistent Mm -hmm.
0: it's like he's lost doesn't he look pretty lost go on
1: arjuna is still not ready for spiritual awakening krishna realizes that at that moment he needs to convince arjuna to fight the war and not confuse him further by talking about acquiring spiritual wisdom So, he takes a sharp turn away from the subject of mystical enlightenment. Makes sense. Makes sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, he's like, let's not confuse Arjuna. I mean, he still has a war to fight. Yeah. So, what does he say?
1: He starts praising the vedic rituals that he had criticized earlier krishna actually changes the context Mm -hmm. this is when he introduces the concept of gratitude ah Hmm. go on so now let me tell you the story of people from the vedic era right okay they had this very special bond with nature and their gods were abstractions Mm -hmm. they did not have any form or personality and their gods embodied the powers of nature. So they prayed to the god of rain, uh, or which is Indra. And god of fire, which is Agni. Mm. And the god of wind, uh, Vayu. Right. And there are other gods. So they thought these gods like to eat food or they like good wine. Mm, just uh, like people. Yeah. These ancient people poured ghee in the fire. okay, And they invoked these Vedic hymns to request Agni, the mm. god of fire, to accept the food. And carry the food to the other gods.
0: Okay, and it makes sense because it could actually burn and...
1: I don't know. I don't know the logic behind that. But the the thing Mm -hmm. is like only after they offered food Mm -hmm. to gods, they ate their meals. Okay. So this ritual of offering food or ghee to the gods or nature was known as yagya. Okay. And in many ways, such ceremonies were Vedic people's way of showing gratitude to the environment.
0: Makes sense, I guess. Go on.
1: So, you know, as per the Vedic text, uh, uh, there's one guy called Prazapati, Hmm. he is supposed to be the creator of life. When he created humans, uh, as per the story, uh, he told them like, hey, look, you have to maintain this relationship with gods and this relationship is only feasible if you perform these Mm yajyas. So you have to feed these gods and only if they are healthy and well nourished They can give you whatever you need, like rain or wind or whatever they need. Mm -hmm. So it was very clear. You can or humans could flourish only if they sustain their relationship with nature.
0: Okay. I mean, that part makes sense because, you know, even today that's how it is.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine we spoke about saving the environment some 10,000 years ago?
0: (laughs) Makes perfect sense. (laughs) Anyway,
1: you know, here in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is trying to remind Arjuna that Mm -hmm. such a great Vedic ritual, Mm -hmm. which had such a humble beginning turned into this elaborate rituals. Right. Is his reminding or Zunan is reminding us as well. Those Vedic people, they were actually very happy when they performed those yagyas or those rituals. Hmm. Because you know, whenever they performed apparently they used to dance in joy and celebration because they were very satisfied that God consumed their prepared food. Hmm.
0: Interesting yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Actually there have been scientific studies mm-hmm. about the power of gratitude. Mm. Uh, There was an experiment done by the Harvard Medical School Mm -hmm. many years ago. Mm -hmm. So basically, this uh, habit of gratitude Mm -hmm. made people actually acknowledge the goodness that they have in their life. Because usually they forget. Of course. But uh, the power of gratitude. And there have been books written about it and some articles. Mm -hmm. They've also found that in, in... businesses you know mm-hmm. leaders or managers when they appreciate their employees mm-hmm. the the performance of the employees improve because first they feel happy of course and other thing is they want to live up to the expectations now they got a praise now like okay the manager or this leader likes me let me perform better so i can you know yeah live up to the expectation and they want to keep performing better
1: this habit of gratitude is vital in a relationship also uh, I want to share another story. Uh, my yoga teacher, Julie, she's my guru. Mm-hmm. And I've never met any other person as happy and at peace as she is. That's good. Yeah. When I was learning uh, yoga from her in uh, in every class, she spoke so well about her husband and appreciated him. Mm. Like she would say, Oh, I'm so grateful that my husband dropped me to the yoga studio today. Mm. Uh, he did not have to do so, but he did. I'm so grateful. And I was just thinking, wow, my husband, you did the same thing. Ah. But I, did, I, I, I do not remember or I did not think of being grateful. I thought that is how it should be. You know, it's kind of entitled mindset. And if you remember that evening, I came back and I said, thank you to you. <laughs> yes. I mean,
0: yeah. And I was like, wow, that feels nice. It feels nice to be appreciated. and. <laughs> yeah. uh, I should keep doing it uh, to get more thank yous and live up to that. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: You know, we forget to say thank you to our loved ones. Uh, In my Gita class, I asked my students when was the last time they said thank you to their spouse Mm. and everyone was blank. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, if there is one thing that we can learn from Krishna is like learn to sow gratitude. You know, he actually says anyone who enjoys the things given by
0: nature nature, or right. providers
1: or somebody else, family or right. others, without showing appreciation mm-hmm. is a thief. Wow, those yeah. are powerful words. Those are powerful words. Mm-hmm. He even says such people have entirely wasted their lives. Oh, wow, okay. So, you know, he's saying showing gratitude is the most selfless act to attain that inner peace mm-hmm. and happiness.
0: I love how, you know, people who don't know how to say thank you. You know, they're driven by ego and they want to take, you know, credit for pretty much everything. Mm. They think they're the doers of action.
1: Can you explain this uh, using a story? He...
0: Okay. I mean, basically, he's talking a little about uh, the Sankhya teachings. Mm. And uh, we won't go too much into detail here. He's talking about the Gunas here, mm. uh, Sattva, mm, Rajas mm, mm, and mm, mm, Tamas. And I know we will go into detail much later in the Gita. But basically, Krishna is saying many times is we are de- deluded by our false ego. And people feel like they did everything, they should get credit, uh, they are important and I am this, I am that. Their minds are totally deceived by the sense of I mm. and such people, mm. you know, there's such a false ego in them that they want to take credit for doing everything independently. Let me explain this using a story like you said. Mm. There's a story of uh, a donkey, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and this will kind of explain how uh, people are, and okay. how they react. Okay. So, there was this donkey Mm. who was a little different from the other donkeys. He was actually a pretty donkey. Okay. (laughs) He had beautiful white hair Uh and actually pretty lashes (laughs) and had a great smile. Think of the donkey from Shrek. He was was a little taller. He just looked nicer. And so, in that town, he was the special donkey. Okay. He was a celebrity. Yeah. He was a celebrity donkey. Mm. Mm -hmm. And they they used him only on special occasions. Okay. Okay. So, one year, Mm. uh, the town was celebrating a grand festival that happens every 12 years. Mm. Mm-hmm. okay so this donkey was chosen obviously they had like a sacred idol they were planning to take that uh from the town all the way up to the temple on top of a hill okay and there was a big procession. Mm. So the donkey, they put the idol on top of the donkey and everybody kind of followed it. Priests, the other people in the town mm-hmm. are all following the donkey. Mm-hmm. And as the donkey was walking through the streets, there were people lined up all across mm-hmm. the town and they were all happy. They were clapping and, you know, people bowed their heads. Some people fell to their knees yeah, yeah. and they were all happy. Uh-huh. So as the donkey was looking at this, the donkey was like, Wow, people really love me and they respect me. They're all celebrating for me. It started jumping around, braying loudly, and it was really having a great time. And what happened was as it was jumping around, the idol actually fell to the ground and people were really pissed. The angry people actually beat the donkey.
1: I think that is how people become when they are so full of themselves. They, they don't even realize their own fall, right? And so Krishna calls such people ignorant.
0: Makes perfect sense. I like this quote from chapter Mm -hmm. 3. Basically says, perform all the actions completely absorbed in your true goals Mm. and without any expectations. Keep fighting, but stay free from the fear of ego.
1: And also do not forget what Krishna said about those people who complain all the time. Oh yes, (laughs) of
0: course, of course. Thank (laughs) you for reminding me. That is also a great quote, which I love. Uh He explains how people with two different mindsets achieve two totally different results. Mm. So at this quote, and I read, those firmly established in their faith keep going on without complaining irrespective of their outcome will succeed. Mm. And those who indulge in criticizing and complaining about any outcome are utterly deluded. They are dull-witted, And are the cause of their sufferings or misery.
1: Brilliant. He uses some very strong words in chapter 3.
0: And he also goes on to say how we should not emulate others as each one is unique. Mm -hmm. We are all snowflakes and Mm -hmm. we are unique.
1: Mm -mm -mm. We all
0: think, talk, live different lives than others. What will we achieve by repressing our unique nature? That is his question.
1: And we spoke about it in our last episode. We all mm-hmm. have a, a natural desire to find our uniqueness. But it's tough to find, right?
0: Yes, there's an answer for that too.
1: Yeah, really? Krishna yeah, has an answer yeah. for and that? And
0: there's actually another quote. And, oh, yeah, you have and a lot, of, lot quotes of quotes today. today but yeah. yeah, so again, I quote, We are conditioned by attraction to the pleasant and aversion to the unpleasant. Okay. Do not fall for these tendencies. They are obstacles in your path.
1: And you have to explain this. Yeah, yeah,
0: pretty much what it breaks down to is we pick the easy way mm. by using our job title or social status to define ourselves. Mm. We think it is very crucial to fit in with the crowd or fit in or confirm to the society's rules. Mm. We live in a society where success is measured by, you know, how high you go in the corporate ladder mm-hmm. and how much, you know, money you have and mm-hmm. how much you can buy. Mm. You know, that is how we kind of value one another. Mm -hmm. So many of us Mm. feel worthless without this consuming power. Mm. And this is pretty much what he's saying. Mm. And there's actually just one more quote here. Mm -hmm. It says, it is far better to struggle following your own path than to succeed in someone else's path. Nothing is ever lost when following your path, but competition in another's path breeds fear and insecurity. So it basically says you will fail if you try to emulate others. Mm. And there's actually another story just for something similar to this.
1: Okay, okay. Tell me the story. Yeah.
0: So there used to be a king Mm -hmm. who communicated with flowers. He had his people plant a lot of trees, you know, flowers, roses. Mm-hmm. And once they grew, mm. a few select ones Mm-mm. were given the privilege of being moved to the king's private and exotic royal garden. Okay. So every plant, because he could communicate the plant, the plants mm. kind of knew this. They wanted to please the king. They all wanted to be special, right? Mm-hmm. So that year, the king visited the garden to just inspect the plants to figure out which ones he can pick. Mm -hmm. And instead of seeing beautiful blossoming plants, he basically saw withering and dying plants. So he went and asked what happened. So the oak tree basically said it failed because it could not become as high as the pine tree.
1: Okay. (laughs) And
0: then he asked the pine tree and he's like, I'm not happy because I can't give you grapes like the grape wine. Okay. <laughs> then he went to the grape. The grape wine was pretty much dying in sadness because it couldn't blossom like a rose.
1: <laughs> okay, I get and it. And uh-huh. pretty
0: much each one had a thing because it was trying to compete and become something else. That uh-huh. It can't become. Yeah. But as the king was walking through, he sees a corpse flower, which is supposedly not a pretty flower. It's actually called an ugliest flower. Mm -hmm. But that corpse flower was actually blooming. Mm -hmm. So the king basically asks the flower. So the corpse flower says, you know, you planted me. It was your wish to grow me. You already knew who I was. Oh, wow. Uh And, you know, no matter how ugly, I would grow up to be who I am.
1: So it's more like since I cannot be anything else. So I try to develop my best quality. Exactly. Wow. That's pretty Pretty
0: much what he's saying. Yeah. So the antra here is pretending to look good by emulating others will eventually fail us and we fail to see the best within us.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, I want to stop you there. Too many quotes,
0: huh? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right, I hear you.
1: I'm going to ask the same question that Arjuna asked Krishna at this point.
0: Okay.
1: What stops us from being such a genuine person what makes us so wicked krishna calmly replies with a smile our desire and anger oh
0: makes sense makes sense mm-hmm. i think we know that but mm-hmm. uh, knowing that and actually acting on it are two different mm-hmm. things anyway again as we mentioned before desire itself is not bad mm-hmm. but here krishna is talking about you know limitless desire that makes us blind or miserable and it can give rise to selfish actions like you know lying cheating deceiving stealing or harming others so i think uh, we should kind of summarize what we did today mm-hmm. right the first one is gratitude gratitude and gratitude mm-hmm. we spoke about the rituals of offering ghee in the fire you no know, during the vedic era and that was their custom of showing uh, gratitude yeah and uh, we spoke about the power of gratitude in both the professional and uh, personal relationship mm-hmm. and there's also a quote that is uh, i love mm feeling gratitude and not expressing it, it's like wrapping a present and not giving it.
1: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: So okay, then we actually told the story of the donkey. Yeah. Who actually thought he was he was self obsessed yeah, and yeah. arrogant and pretty much delusional. Yes. And led to its own uh, downfall. So don't be the donkey. Donkey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we had another story about the king who can speak to the plants, mm-hmm. and the lesson there was you know be the best version of yourself. That could actually be a great mantra for this episode.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Then we shared a few of uh, Krishna's quotes, which were pretty much a lot of leadership lessons and pretty much how to live your life. And we are going to share those uh, quotes in the description of this podcast and in the transcript. Mm. So, you know, you can definitely save them. So this is pretty much where the chapter uh, three ends. In the next episode, I think we'll combine a few chapters together. Yeah there is some misconception that not having any desire means being inactive. Krishna basically talks about the consequences of being lazy or inactive due to the lack of desire. We'll cover it in the next podcast. So until next time, thank you very much.
1: Thank you.